It was the American Idol premiere that has everyone singing its praises. I'm but if you thought night one was good, I'm starting to get numb from all the good talent. You ain't heard nothing yet. Tonight, witness an unforgettable performance that moved the judges to tears. You have wrecked me. And the greatest audition Idol has ever seen. I'm in the presence of greatness. American Idol, tonight, 8, 7 central on ABC. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, today is Monday, December 8th, and, of course, every Monday, uh, our segment, That's the Movie, with Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, my dear brother, where he speaks about um, behind-the-scenes Hollywood and pretty much what's hot and what's not and what's going on, what movies and what stuff, what is Marvel up to next and all that sort of stuff. So, um, what's up, bro? How you doing? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. So, uh, what's going on? I kind of was missing out last week, so I know there's some things I have to catch up on. So, what do you have for us today? Well, yeah, this past week was actually pretty big. A lot of uh, casting news and director-type stuff. So, I guess starting off with the first bit is um, there's this book called Player uh, Ready Player One. And essentially what this book is about, it was written, it came out back in 2010. It was um, about a kid who 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 hated you know his life wasn't really the best life he had and it takes place in the year 2044 and there's this virtual reality game in which he just like um he he goes and plays the virtual world to you know to to get to get away from uh from 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 his real life and the the whole game what it is it's like a virtual world where they have puzzles that are based on pop culture of like you know of decades ago and you know whoever unlocks them will accumulate great wealth and fortune and that's if they aren't killed while playing the game so you can die in the virtual world and die in the real world so this movie um it sounds like a really cool idea and it definitely has to do a lot with uh, the type of games that people are playing now and there this could be seen in the future there could be games like this in the future mm-hmm. and um anyways the directors for these movies have been uh, announced like these are the ones that they they they're shortlist of directors they want, uh, starting with Christopher Nolan, uh, Peter Jackson, Edward Wright, I mean Edgar Wright, uh, Matthew Vaughn, and apparently uh, Warner Brothers is the studio behind this. Their dream pick is Robert Zemeckis um, from Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and that's they're aiming pretty high here with these directors because you know you have Peter Jackson, Edgar Wright, and Matthew Vaughn, Christopher Nolan. Like these are all A-list directors. Matthew Vaughn is one of those directors that really know how to adapt. Uh, anything. He's a guy who did Kick-Ass and um, Kingsman, The Secret Service, and X-Men, The First Class. He's, so far, I've barely seen a movie from him that's terrible. So my pick would be him, but I think Robert Zemeckis is also a great idea, too. And yeah. this is for what for what movie? Uh, it's a book uh, called Ready Player One. So it's like a sci-fi, oh, okay. that's what I explained earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Um... It's like a dystopian future type thing, you know? Yeah. You know, not everybody, I guess, that, like you said, it has to be someone that's, like, really known for, like, adapting, um, and, you know, and it, I think yeah, doing I, it well, I, not I, just adapting. I mean, I like, I like the idea of, like, you know, Christopher, I like the idea of, like, Christopher Nolan, but I feel like he's too serious for what this book is. 
I mean, yeah. I haven't yet read the book, but I, I, I've, I know what it's about, and uh, I've read a bit of on it, and it's definitely not a serious, um, you know, a really too a book that takes itself too seriously. So it's this wouldn't need to be this doesn't need to be a movie like you know, Inception or, or Interstellar. You know, it can't be a mm-hmm. sci-fi movie like that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so now uh, some really hilarious news. Uh, apparently. Uh, who, who is it? I think it's who owns Transformers? Oh, Paramount. Okay, so Paramount Pictures apparently, um, they submitted Transformers: Age of Extinction for um for for all categories in the Oscar in the Oscars. That mean that includes Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Visual Expe- um, Effects, and so on. Somebody like submitted the title and kind of like it got, it got like like lost in, in the envelopes and stuff and all that and um, yeah, I think they're aiming too high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot. Of, um, but a lot I of mean, other movies are worse that than. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, they're, it's not it's not like saying that summer blockbusters aren't going to make it, but it's like you know, it's like Planet of the Apes and X Men: Days of Future Past also. Um, you know, we're put, we're sending their their you know for for consideration. But the thing is, those two movies are actually really good and were well received by critics. And yeah. I don't expect them to win, you know, like best picture, but I expect them to win something along the lines of best special effects. Definitely, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is going to take it this year. That or or Godzilla, maybe even Interstellar. I haven't seen oh my it, God, Godzilla was excuse my language was epic. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, but Donald the Tiny Apes by by far, it tasted though. But yeah, no, but, the, but that it's great. insane. Like I've never felt. You never feel. I felt more for the apes that barely even spoke complete sentences than I did for the humans in that movie. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm I haven't saying. seen the, the the Planet of the Apes one yet, so I don't. I don't know. I remember yeah, that's, I saw that's the last really one with, they, with with Franco and 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 Tom, whatever his uh, the Harry Felton. Potter kid. Felton and um, it was all right, you know. It was a, it was a good movie. Yeah, it was better than everyone expected. But then the sequel was so, even better than that movie. Okay, so I guess I have to see the sequel. But I think yeah, like you definitely. said that X Men: Days of Future Past stands a better chance than a freaking Transformers: Days of Extinction. Oh yeah, even definitely. With, with, but with I, the, with I the think special effects, like it used, there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on in this. Yeah, there, there was there was there was some pretty cool awesome. special effects. But I'm saying it, it was kind of generic. It's like what you usually expect from superhero movies. It's not like yeah, when you look true. at Godzilla or, or again, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Or even just looking at the trailer from Interstellar, you know that the special effects in that movie are insane. I, I can't wait to see Interstellar. I've, I've, I wanted to see it in opening. Yeah, yeah, I really need to see it. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. That that kind of just I, I feel that even sounds like a joke. You were saying it to me, and I was like, what? Like who would do that? 
Anyways. Um, yeah. I mean, but to each so filmmaker, anyways. their luck, whatever. Yeah. So uh, moving on to more blockbuster movies, Star Trek III. Uh, Roberto Orsi, who was originally, you know, um, going to direct a movie and write it, has now dropped out um, from the role, you know, of directing. He will no longer be directing this movie. And uh, apparently one person being considered in the short list of actors, I mean of directors, is Edgar Wright. Uh, <laughs> talking about Edgar mm-hmm. Wright again. He, ever since Ant-Man, everybody wants him now. <laughs> so, yeah, and there is a possible reason, sort of like a rumor, but it was reported from this uh, this website. Um, oh my God, what is it? I think. Okay, uh, Badass Digest. And apparently, uh, let me quote. He says, "My sources tell me that the script Orsi was working on saw the Enterprise, the Vulcans, and a new alien race competing to get a time travel device. The Vulcans want to go back and stop the destruction of their planet, and the time travel shtick is what would allow Chris Pine and William Shatner to share the screen." So what I guess what they had in mind was a sort of like, you know, mix of uh, of, of the original Star Trek movie and what we have now with this new crew and these new actors. So they wanted to get William Shatner back playing Kirk. Again, I guess an older version of Kirk or something. And it's like this mm-hmm. whole thing going on. So, but yeah, and apparently Paramount uh, shut down the production of that, you know, last month. So they're not doing any of that. So I'm assuming that's why he left because that's just just the rumor right now from from at least from these guys their sources their sources saying this, which is crazy if that's true, but it's not too yeah. crazy because that happened what earlier this year with uh, with Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright's like, well, they don't want to do the movie I want to do, so too bad, bye. <laughs> so yeah, there we got that. Anyways, um, now moving on to horror movies. Um, so, in case you didn't know, Stephen King's It is being uh, remade again. Well, not again, mm-hmm. but being remade into uh, into another movie. And it's going to apparently begin filming 2015 uh, in the summer. And you know what it's about, Sasha. You know, this terrifying clown murdering child thingy. It murders children. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have a good experience with those. Yeah, um, yeah. The, their director they have attached is huh. um, Kerry Fukunaga. I think he's uh, Japanese, but he directed yeah. True. De- he, he directed the first season of True Detective, Carrie, which is it? an amazing. What? Is that Kerry? No, no. The guy's name is Kerry Fukunaga. Yeah, I'm no, I'm saying Kerry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh he's he's direct he's directing a movie. At least they're apparently doing two parts, but he's directing the first part. And uh he's the guy who directed the first season of True Detective, which was a fantastic show. So yeah, and it had some really creepy elements in that show and it can you could definitely do it, pull it off in this movie. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's pretty exciting. I I guess I'll check it out. I really don't like horror, but I did see the original. I guess I'll see this one too. Yeah, I'm not very yeah. hyped at all, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. uh yeah. Uh next one is uh, about uh Chris Pratt is being looked at to be in this uh magnific- Magnificent Seven remake along with Denzel Washington. Uh Magnificent Seven is um a, a western from the nineteen sixties. And that'd be pretty awesome. And it was a reimagining 
of a um, Japanese movie called Seven Samurai, or Seven Samurai. They came out um, like six years before, in 1954. So now we're getting a remake for the American version of a remake of a, of a Japanese movie. And okay. Chris Pratt is being looked at. And, of course, I'd be down for that. Anytime Chris Pratt is a part of any movie, at least nowadays, is that's that's going to be awesome, just immediately. And I'm kind of happy that this guy is being, you know, noticed by um by more studios and more people want him. I guess he really needed that Guardians role to just get him out there. Yeah, sometimes you you yeah, obviously we know this. Um, sometimes you just need something that's really good because people's yeah. attention. Yeah, I mean, but he's like he's like one of those really, he's a really good actor to me. I don't yeah, know, I really I'm like saying. him. Like, like, let's say, this happens to me, like, with a lot of, like, Hollywood actors that I, I see a very good movie from them, and then all of a sudden I start seeing, for some reason, somehow I see these older movies, and they happen to just be there. They start popping out. Like, it makes more sense to you, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's just, I guess, it's bound to happen, so that's good for him. Yeah. So, uh, now moving on to the big news of the past week, there was, like, a bunch of casting news was being made. Um, so the next James Bond movie, they they had this whole like uh, stream, this live stream going on. Uh, I think it was a Thursday to like at three in the morning because it was going to be it was it, it took they did the stream from England and it was in um it was in the 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 Pine Studios I think it is like it's it's the studios that everyone shoots at when they're over there in England or at least in London and they announced everything they announced uh uh the name the title of the movie which is called Spectre and mm-hmm. uh, the official cast and the post and a poster for it and a synopsis revealed uh, revealed so they have there hasn't been really anything confirmed you know like Christoph Waltz and Batista but apparently this is the whole cast you know uh you know by but just everyone's names okay so Naomi Harris who was in Skyfall and Ray Fiennes or Fiennes the guy who was also in um uh, Skyfall, he's playing M, Ben Winshaw, and Rory Kinnear, and as well as, you know, uh, Daniel Craig. Those are all back in the movie. And the new additions for this movie is da- uh, David Batista, you know, from Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. Um, he's playing the henchman, like we said, his name is Ms. Mr. Hinks. And Leigh Sadu, who's, who's, uh, who's this French actress who's fantastic, and she's, she was in Blue is the Warmest Color, and she's in this movie as well. Uh, Madeline Madeline Swan, uh, also a very talented actress too, but I forget what she was even at. Oh wait, no, 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 my, uh, I screwed up. Anyways, Monica Bellucci, <laughs> Monica Bellucci is is one is the Bond girl in this movie. And Sasha, do you know who Monica Bellucci is? I don't know. She's like the ideal me. Bond girl. She's like fifty right now, but she oh, she yeah? still looks good. She still looks good, but she's been the Bond girl. It literally is a Bond girl when you look at her. It's like when you look at Christoph Waltz and he's playing a bad guy in the movie, you're like, oh, that's obvious. Monica Bellucci is one of those actresses. You're like, oh, she should have been in this movie like years ago. It was surprising. Yeah. I'm surprised that now we're finally seeing her. And then one of my favorites is Andrew Scott, who's going to be in this movie, um, I'm assuming playing some sort of villain of some kind. And um, uh, Andrew Scott was the guy who played Moriarty in Sherlock. Okay. So yeah, that's that's everyone. We have Lace Do, uh Christoph Waltz as well, obviously. He's playing um a guy called Oberheim or something like that. But uh I guess I should explain more what Spectre is. Spectre is was is a call out to an to the old Bond movies. Um 
and they had they had who was this who was this guy uh, Blow, Blowfield, he was the one guy that um, Doctor Evil is based on. He was the Bond villain that Doctor Evil is based on. You know, with the scar and the bald and the ca- the bald head and the cat and everything. Yeah, Blowfield is that type of is that type is that bad guy. So apparently, you know, Spectre is here, and Christoph is Christoph Waltz is being the number one bad guy. But uh, he's saying everyone's saying because that's not the actual character's name. It, apparently, that's not going to be true. But a lot of people are saying that it might be like you know, um, how how Star Trek Into Darkness, J.J. Abrams. Uh, gave Benedict Cumberbatch a different character name, but in the end he wound up playing Khan like everyone knew he would, but for some reason wanted to keep it a secret because that's, I don't know, a big deal. But yeah, that's it. So that's uh, that's the cast. And they have a poster and everything. It's all pretty cool. Oh, and they also revealed their uh, the, the car, the Aston Martin they made specifically for this movie, which looks really yeah. nice. Um, I know you kind of mentioned like Sherlock just to like um, remind me of the you know actor or whatever, but um, I actually you know finally started watching that the, the BBC uh, Sherlock on Netflix, the one with um, Benedict Cumberbatch, you love so much, and um, he's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I actually think oh, yeah. that he's like the adaption that he's done of Sherlock um, for the series. Uh, it's like it's so much more. I love it honestly more than the Robert Downey Jr. Like on movies, you know, than that. It's it. Like, he brings something different to the to to like the character of Sherlock. Um, and I'm not really familiar that I, I didn't really watch Sherlock or anything like that. Any previous movies or shows or anything like that from like the 70s or whatever. How old they are? I, I'm not very familiar with that. But um, I'm talking, you know, the modern Sherlock. If I were to pick. I'd stick with him over Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. does a great job in the movies, whatever, but I think that this guy, he really brings out that really wise, incredible kind of mind that Sherlock is, is about, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I think it's really good. And for those that haven't seen it, on you know, from BBC, if you have Netflix, um, they're all there. I think there's three seasons, but like you told me, and um, it's, it's really good. Really good. Anyhow. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so now, uh, more uh, big news is about uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Was a, was yeah. this, this movie has been, you know, rumored. Uh, I mean, the, the cast has been like in the news for a while. Like, who's gonna play? Who's gonna play? And now we have the official cast. Official cast for everyone. So of course, Jared Leto is playing the Joker, like everyone knew. And mm-hmm. Margot Robbie is playing Harley Quinn. And Will Smith is in this movie as well, playing. Um, the assassin Deadshot, which is a really badass, uh, you know, character. And uh, next we have Jai Courtney playing Captain Boomerang, which kind of sucks. Jai Courtney is a terrible, terrible, no offense to him, but he's just been in very terrible things and nobody really likes him. And then we have uh, Cara Delevingne, who's a um, who's an, who's an model, who's playing Enchantress. And Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. who's the leader of the squad, uh, playing Rick Flagg. Okay. So we have, this is probably one of the best casts and like history, like it's it's up there with like the Avengers right now. The amount of like these actors are all amazing, except Jai Courtney and I. <laughs> and well, the newcomer, you know, Cara Delevingne, the one we don't even know about. We don't. Nobody knows anything. But we have Jared Leto, Harley. I mm-hmm. mean, Margot Robbie, Will Smith, and Tom Hardy. They're all in a movie together. That's insane to me. That's that's yeah. that just that that makes me sold on a movie. I, I had 
I had doubts before because I don't really like David Ayer too much because of Fury, but I think this is this is something really to look forward now. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of excited about that, you know. Um but one 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 sort of thing I've been hearing, you know, Will Smith playing Deadshot that it would have been better if it would have been Tom Hardy playing Deadshot and I have to I tend to agree. But I guess the problem with that is that he's going to play Rick Flagg, who's usually the leader of the Suicide Squad and most likely will be in this movie as well. It completely makes sense to have Tom Hardy as a leader. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Tom Hardy uh, is brilliant. So, (laughs) whatever, anything that guy does, I'm up for it. I'm up to watch it. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I really didn't care about this movie now, but after finding out about this and who's the cast, gets gets me excited. Gets me excited. I'm can't wait to uh, to see you know what's what's everything going on. Oh, and uh, the funniest thing here, uh, Amanda Waller, who's a character in who, who's pretty much control of the Suicide Squad. Um, she's kind of like the villain because what the Suicide Suicide Squad consists of is that all these guys are actually villains. Everyone, the Joker, all these people, obviously they're all villains, but mm-hmm. they they the government. Um, planted an explosive in their in the back of their head, so they have to follow the command of whatever of whatever person is telling them to do certain missions. And usually the missions are like they're like suicide missions. They're they're no the only people who can do it are the Suicide Squad. So yeah, and okay. she and apparently you know the person being looked at for Amanda Waller, and I'm not kidding here is Oprah Winfrey. No, yeah. Which is not not bad, actually, not a bad thing because Oprah Winfrey is not a terrible actress, but mm-hmm. I just never expected her to be in this movie, mm-hmm. like at all, not one bit. <laughs> so I don't really my mind. Oprah to like pop in in any movies. Like if I ever see her on screen, I'll be like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, what's she, what's she doing here? <laughs> yeah, like what are you what are you doing here? Well, of course you're Oprah, yeah. so you would, so whatever. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean that'd be interesting. Um, I know that's what was it like a year ago? I think we seen it. Um, when we were when we remember we were uh, volunteering at the LA Film Fest, there was like a poster of a movie coming soon, or it had already came out an Oprah movie or something like that. Oh, um, I think you're talking Forrest, about the with Butler, Forrest Whitaker and stuff. Yeah, I think it was you know the about? Butler. She was yeah, in that movie. Yeah, that, that movie. I want to see that movie. I, I was very the fact that she was in it and stuff and other people. Forrest Whitaker is is also very very good. Um, yeah, so I have yet to see that movie. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it either, but apparently she was decent in the movie, pretty good, and should have had an mm-hmm. Oscar nomination for for best supporting actress at least. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this movie, and I don't have a problem with Oprah Oprah Winfrey uh, playing. The the villain. I mean, I think she could do a great job. She she has that look where she could play a good villain, one of those villains that don't have to be active, that just can stare you down and you'll you yeah. won't give up. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Like so now moving on discussion. to uh, mm-hmm. to superhero news. Um, so Ant Man has just finished production, uh, like officially it's been wrapped. So we're probably going to be getting a trailer either soon, like in like a month or two, or they might wait, which is kind of stupid if they do, up until Age of Ultron. I'm assuming what they'll do is when Age of Ultron comes out, they'll have a second trailer that they're going to play before Age of Ultron. But yeah, uh, and what I want to talk about today is uh, Evangeline Lilly, who's playing um, Hope Van Dyne in the movie. She's a, she, she's playing Wasp. She um 
she she had an interview and she talked about you know she had an interview with BuzzFeed and she talked about uh, how Edgar Wright left, and she was talking about how Edgar Wright has a certain type of movie, it's a certain type of feeling to his movies, and they're really good. And she said that he had a really great vision for this movie, and it would have been a classic you know comic book movie. But the problem with the movie is that it wouldn't have been it wouldn't fit into the Marvel universe, and mm-hmm. now that makes perfect sense why they uh, they they um, they. That Marvel, like they said, oh, okay, no, uh, bye, Edgar. We're not going to do this movie. It makes it makes sense because no matter how good, I'm sure the, I'm sure the idea he had for it was great. But the problem is that it wouldn't really, I guess, fit, you know, with the whole Marvel universe, and that makes perfect sense to me. That makes perfect sense why they didn't, um, you know, have him in this movie. Okay. And she said that she almost left afterwards. She almost left, and after he left the movie, but. Apparently, what the director and the new writer has, you know, with the movie is good. So, yeah, um, I guess that sort of brings, you know, a bit more, because um, this movie is already, people are a little a little struggling whether or not this movie is actually going to be good. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's kind of happy things are finally explained. So, yeah, uh, now... Um, Moving on to casting news that's just obvious that we already knew this. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Doctor Strange. It's officially been revealed by Marvel, and we're like, yeah, sure, we know that. Everyone knows that. So oh, there's wow. nothing really, uh, nothing else to talk about there. We have him looking. We're looking forward to, to him and you know more, uh, and more, uh, and more, uh, you know, movies and especially a Marvel movie, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, and then the next bit of news is also very obvious things that everyone knew was already, was already going to happen, is Ryan Reynolds is playing Deadpool. We all know this. We knew this. Yeah. Like, Fox yes. says it. Like, it, I guess you just need to really do it official. It needs to be official confirmation every single time. So, yeah. And now uh-huh. the final bit of news is about the Fantastic Four reboot. So, uh, the, the Sypnosis, um has officially been, you know, revealed for the Fantastic Four. And mm-hmm. it follows, I'm going to quote, the Fantastic Four, a contemporary reimagining of Marvel's original and longest-running superhero team. It centers on four young outsiders who teleport to an alternate and dangerous universe, which alters their physical form in shocking ways. Their lives irrevocably, irrevocably <laughs> upended, the team must learn to harness their daunting new abilities and work together to save Earth from a former friend-turned-enemy. And um, this is exactly what the ultimate uni- ultimate version of Fantastic Four, that's their, their origin story. That's exactly what happened. Um, uh, Victor Von Doom, or, yeah, Victor Von Doom, uh, teleported his friends uh, accidentally, you know, um, to the negative zone, or the end zone. And... Um, there, it, that's where they got their powers, and then they came back, and then this whole, you know, and this whole thing, and they got, they came back mutated with superpowers and stuff, mm-hmm. and then they wind up, you know, fight, fighting Doctor Doom. So that's, you know, that's pretty straightforward hypnosis. We don't know. There's no, nothing else more specific about this. It's very vague, and everyone knows exactly what they're, <laughs> what it, what it's going to be about. So yeah, there we go. It's an, it's a normal, um, you know. Uh, synopsis for this movie. Hopefully, it's good. I mean, 
I never want any of these movies to be bad, even if it's a studio that I don't want, that I really don't want Fox owning this anymore, that I want it to go back to Marvel no matter that, no matter what. It doesn't matter to me, but I still want the movies to be good. And, yeah, hopefully it'll be good, even if they really change the stupid, stupid look of uh, Victor Von Doom's origin <laughs> story. Oh, my God, it's so dumb-sounding. He's a he's a hacker now, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, uh yeah, that was that's about it. We're we're done here. Oh, well I guess uh one more thing I want to talk about is probably get you excited, Sasha, is mm-hmm. that um JK Rowling is debuting twelve more Harry Potter stories um for Christmas. And it's yes. gonna be on that her Pottermore um website thing. I saw that on Facebook, but I didn't really read into it because I was just scrolling down. So what, she's just releasing like short stories or what? Uh, yeah, just, just, I guess, I'm assuming short stories, but some sort of stories, that's what it's going to be, and it's going to, you know, be on there, so that's cool. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. I think it's going to be hard for her to ever, like, move move on from that. Yeah, I guess so, but I mean, that's, that's, that's what all authors want. They want to be known, like, hey, we wrote, I wrote this really awesome book, and everyone loved it. And I was really happy about this about this book I wrote, and also everyone else was. So that's cool. That makes me feel good. So that's not, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's Even not. If you're I just mean, known I would... for that. It's just yeah. be happy that somebody, you know, cares so much about your books. Like the the amount of people that love these books are insane. Like they love them. They love the movies. They love everything. They buy things. It's just people love it, and it's and that's like the best thing that anybody who creates anything can can achieve. You know. Not winning a bunch of Oscars. It's just it's just having a humongous fan base, people who support you and love everything you do. Yeah, I I mean I would never get over Harry Potter. I think it's totally brilliant. Um, I think her as an author. The only thing is like I'm I'm talking about like the um, like the actors like Daniel Radcliffe. Oh yeah, the actors are screwed. Everyone remember like, that. Yeah, <laughs> they are forever in their life going to be known as that. Yeah, they're, I know they're, that they, some they, of them are probably tired dumb. of it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I know that some of them are like, probably like, oh my god, I want to get out of this like image, but it's going to be impossible. Yeah, like, like the only one that I see who's actually doing something to try and step away from Harry Potter, and not because he doesn't like it, but because he just enjoys, you know, acting and wants uh-huh. to get better, go out there, is Daniel Radcliffe. You know, he's coming out with, yeah. he came out, he's been coming out with movies left and right, and they're not half yeah. bad movies, they're pretty good movies. I think his latest yeah. movie was Horns, and that was actually a really good movie. I, I I want to see that. I want to, see, uh, you know, and Rupert Grant kind of. I I saw like a, a movie with of him or with him um, a couple years back, but it wasn't it wasn't all that. And I haven't really seen him really trying to break into the American cinema. One one person that yeah. did try was like uh, Tom Felton, like you said. Uh, he was he was doing all right for a minute. I thought that I was going to see him more. And then Emma Watson. No, he, he's, 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 I think know, everyone is pretty much not doing anything. Like Emma Watson is, an, uh, but uh, the thing about Emma Watson is that nobody thinks about Hermione Granger. Everyone thinks about Emma Watson. They they remember her name, Emma Watson. Yeah, you people do don't remember, remember the name Daniel Radcliffe. They remember Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, it's that Harry Potter kid. That's the difference. Everyone's like, oh, Emma Watson. Yeah, let's get Emma Watson in our movie. Emma Watson, Emma Watson. Like, they remember that name. They don't remember Hermione Granger. That's the difference between yeah. them. Like, if she wanted to, she could easily be starring in 
20 movies a year if she wanted. That's excessive, but you get the picture. She can be starring in, like, three movies a year and if she wanted to. It feels like at this point she's just focusing on other stuff because they they have enough money for the rest of their life. And if she I spoke know, at, the U, uh, at the UN meeting, I think, over there in New York, like, the the whole speech she gave, so, you know, it looks like she's, yeah. like, she's doing more than just wanting to be an actress. You know, oh about. yeah, of so, course. Yeah. I think she's using her influence and, and stuff like that, and, and other ways exactly and, um, to do some good. It's, and I think it kind so of she's like a smart the, girl. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, I was just gonna say that, like the kind of role and spirit that she gave into her character. I think it was a part of it was a lot like her, and that's why she was so well in it. Um, and it's sometimes yeah. when I when I saw her giving that speech, I was like. There's, there's a little bit of Hermione in there, like it's you know. Um, yeah, she she always that, said, she would always say it in her interviews that that's that what, she, that what Hermione would do is exactly how she was in school. Yeah. So um, that's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. So um, right, I look so forward uh, to hearing more of J.K. Rowling and all that stuff. And anyways, I don't yeah. have to go. So um, uh, yeah, tell people where to find you and things like that. And what do you, yeah, what uh, Twitter, you have coming up? Uh, yeah, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Facebook. At um, you know, at the real Robert H and on uh, Instagram, Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, and yeah, um, I have some reviews. I think I should be coming up uh, some movies. I think I'm be seeing this week. I'm not too sure yet, but yeah, we'll be having some reviews coming up. And do we have do we have another review? Do we have? An, I think we have everything up, right? Um, do we? Horrible bosses will be up today. Horrible uh, bosses too. That's the one. one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's much. my newest one. Yeah, and everything that's, else is already up. up and then, yeah, go on our Facebook pages. You know, that's a, that's a movie in the Sasha Marina show. Download our app at Google mm-hmm. Play and BlackBerry World. Easy ways to stay up to date with our stuff. And yeah, definitely. So, um, and another another things. Um, I'm still giving away. There's today's the last day for the for free tickets to enter our giveaway in our website uh, for. Amaluna, which is premiering here in Miami December 11th this Thursday. The tickets are obviously for people in Miami, sorry, but um, or in South Florida. Uh, so if you've never attended a show and things like that, that that sort of show, which I haven't, which I'm totally excited to go see, um, enter our giveaway it tonight. And, yeah, so um, if you want more info on that, like Robert said, you could always go to our Facebook page, The Sasha Marina Show, and give it a like. So thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Um, Talk to you next week, and uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Taxes are complicated. Trust the professionals at J.E. Wiggins to be ready to help you. Marriage, new baby, or recently retired? J.E. Wiggins is there every step of the way to make sure you get the best possible tax service. Visit jewiggins.com for a location near you.